Creativity Podcast. I'm your host, Mari Reesberg. Over the past several years, I've combined my degrees in acting and somatic psychology to share my sustaining creativity techniques with performers. And now I've decided to share it with a bigger audience that includes you. I believe we are all creative and this podcast is all about that. I'll be interviewing people from all backgrounds, ages, and creativity experiences to share just how creative we all are. Today, I'll be chatting with Bruce Wayne McClellan, serial podcast host, songwriter, author, and personal leadership coach. Please enjoy Bruce Wayne McClellan. Welcome to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. Today, I am here with Bruce Wayne McClellan, a serial podcast host to six podcasts that is broadcast in three languages and 72 countries, a songwriter, an author, and a personal leadership coach. Welcome to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. Marika, thank you so much for inviting me here. I am just so delighted and I love, love, love creativity. I am super excited for you to be here to chat with me today. We had a mini dance party prior to us hitting record, so I'm feeling very jazzed to start our conversation. But before we get there, if you wouldn't mind just letting our listeners know a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Absolutely. So I'm I'm Bruce Wayne McClellan. A lot of people ask me, I didn't know Batman lived in the Finger Lakes region of New York. <laughs> I say, of course I do. <laughs> and uh, along with that, there's a few other mysteries. Uh, one is that I've been a songwriter. I've written almost a thousand pieces of music. Um, I have six podcasts going and I love podcasts because it allows me to explore all kinds of ideas. Um, I'm so fortunate to have two uh, translators for one of my podcasts, which translates uh, one the one kind moment, which is my daily podcast, one kind moment, uh, in both English, uh, Spanish, and Mandarin Chinese. Amazing. I'm also a personal leadership coach with uh, 20 years experience and an author. Getting ready to publish my second book, which is called Knowing: Navigating the River to Awakening. It's part of a trilogy called No Love Lead. And I'm so pumped up about this. So um, thank you again for allowing me to be here and sharing this moment with you today. Yeah, you are so welcome. Thank you for saying yes to talking about creativity today. So we're just gonna dive right in. And I'm gonna ask, what does it mean to you to be creative? That is a great question. You know, one of my favorite people in the whole world who I never got to met, meet for some reason, Albert Einstein said, imagination is more important than the intellect. And you and I have talked about this. And that phrase just blows me away because Albert Einstein was one of those preeminent geniuses of the entire planet. And he's saying imagination is more important than this brain he's got. It kind of blows you away just to think about it. Yeah. So when I think, of, when I really reflect on that, what is he saying here? And what he's saying here is imagination is limitless. So imagination is the mindset of creativity. Mm -hmm. Without the imagination, nothing else happens. 
but the imagination is just the internal aspect of that creativity without the imagination no creativity sister <laughs> but, <laughs> but even more seriously i believe and this is this is something that's really close to my heart i believe creativity is the key to a joyful life mm. And I want to really help. I didn't say happiness. Happiness is something that's kind of fleeting. Joy is not dependent on circumstances. And my model for that is Viktor Frankl, who wrote this book called Man's Search for Meaning. Mm -hmm. And he was in the Holocaust. He was a doctor in the Holocaust. And he reported that survivors, the folks that survived, the survivors found joy by retelling their story in a way that brought them meaning and peace. Yeah. So here's the, the part of it. You know, ho hopefully none of us will ever have to deal with a Holocaust, but we do all have challenges. And those challenges are primarily because of change. Change is guaranteed. Yeah. So the magic sweet sauce for that is mastering uncertainty, mm. which is seeing uncertainty through the lens of mystery as if it were enduring wonder. And that takes creativity, imagination to make that happen, to bring that home. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Like so powerful and so important that creativity and joy and how those connect and wonder and imagination, these cornerstones of creativity. I love that these are the pieces and aspects of what creativity means to you. I absolutely resonate with all of them as well and finding those moments of wonder and joy as adults I think can be pretty challenging I'm curious how do you continue to find joy and wonder and make meaning in your adult life oh uh, wow that's that's for creative people that is the question that is the <laughs> And there's a there's a lot of pieces for that. It's kind of a puzzle for me. Yeah. And the first part is getting in touch with that sweet and innocent part of ourself mm -hmm. that contains the joy and imagination as its natural state of being. And that's our inner child. Mm -hmm. I'd like to introduce you to my inner child, even though I'm almost 70. <laughs> I think of myself as a vintage sports car who is 70 years old with a eight-year-old behind the wheel. Oh, perfect. And my inner child's name is Little Bub, and I have a very, very strong relationship with Little Bub because I know he knows all about creativity and playfulness and joy, and I have almost lost touch with that without his help. So that's number one. Mm -hmm. I think the second thing is understanding that every great aspect that we have has two sides, and I call it the luminary side or the, or the, or the the desirable side and the shadow side, the undesirable side. Mm -hmm. And creativity, which is one of my favorite characteristics, has a shadow for me. And mm. I'm going to whisper in your ear. I'm not going to let the listeners quite hear this. Okay. Okay. So the shadow for me is da 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 unfinished projects. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And that happens because new projects are shiny objects and they distract me from the ones that I started yesterday. I'm like, oh, those old ones yesterday, I don't care about those. So until I discovered and identified that shadow, I really never finished any projects. 
Thankfully, I'm not the only one on this planet that has ever experienced that shadow. In fact, one of our favorite creative people, Da Vinci, Mm-hmm. suffered from that as well as, as you might know he has lots and lots and lots of drawings of things that he never made yeah <laughs> like helicopters right okay so uh, really identifying what your shadow is around creativity is a real key to being a successful creative mm-hmm. so trusting my inner child being aware of that shadow and one more piece and that is burnout Ooh, that's a great thing to talk about. So, um, in the 80s, I was attempting to be a pro musician. You know, I was uh, gigging four to seven nights per week. Um, and this is for over a number of years. And suddenly I discovered that I had stopped enjoying music. Yeah. And I had to stop playing because I just couldn't enjoy it anymore. And it broke my heart because I knew that it was the thing, one of the things that I love the most, which is creating new music and sharing that with people. Mm-hmm. So it was a really hard lesson for me to learn. And I hear it today where people say, oh, I wish I could play the guitar and sing. That would be great. And I say, listen, the most important thing in the world, it doesn't matter if you're a musician or not a musician, is to be able to enjoy the beauty of music or the beauty of nature or the beauty of anything like that, because it's about sharing your creative soul. Absolutely. I love that. And it really makes me think of, you know, burnout, you know, sustaining creativity when your creativity is also your career and your job and how challenging that can be. And how do we keep our personal creative cup full so we can continue to share that creativity out into the world through that career or job path. I have three pinky swear secrets. Oh, Um, pinky swear. Here we are. Number one, get a good night's sleep. (laughs) I didn't learn that until I was in my 50s because I believed I could go on four to six hours of sleep every night. The reality is that if you think about it, Einstein gave us a clue inside of a clue, which is that you use your brain for intellect. You also use your brain for imagination. Mm-hmm. So being able to use your brain to tap into that means you need to sleep. And one thing that I have learned is that some of the most creative people in the world had a habit at noontime every day. They took a nap. And I've adopted that habit because it really does. I have a a creative peak in the morning and now I have a creative peak in the afternoon. I love it. So that's an important thing. One of the other things I do to keep that going is to pay attention. Mm -hmm. A lot of people ask me, what inspires you, right? Mm -hmm. Well, nature, people dwelling in possibilities, all those things. But when I pay attention, everything inspires me. Mm, nice. I pay attention to what's going on around me. So, for example, before this call, as you know, the last 45 minutes, I was paying attention. And I thought, I'm, I'm meeting with Marika, and we're going to talk about creativity. Hmm, maybe I'll write a song. And I did. Because I was paying attention. So this is about mindfulness. And so I think it's important to have a day of mindfulness once in a while. 
which basically means that you're paying attention to what you're doing. You slow down a little bit, pay attention to your breathing, just pay attention to what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. So those three things, sleep, take naps. <laughs> More sleep. <laughs> More sleep. And have a diet day of mindfulness. Those things make your creativity explode. Oh, yeah, I love it. And we do. I think oftentimes we expect ourselves to run on fumes and we need to rest and reset. Creativity requires that of us to recharge so we can come back with stronger, more joyful, creative moments and expressions and experiences. So thank you so much for those reminders to sleep and nap and be mindful or have those mindful paying attention days. They're so important. And you spoke a little bit about what inspires you. How do you draw inspiration from these these pieces that inspire you? I actually live in the Finger Lakes region of New York, and I actually grew up in Maine. And I promised myself that when I retired, and of course, you can see that I'm never retiring, but <laughs> as I pass into a part of my life where I'm doing what, what I love, and I'll never work a day again in my life, that I wanted to live somewhere where I could hike every day. So I live on, I'm blessed to live on 22 acres of rolling land, and I go for a hike every day. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how different the landscape can be from day to day, from season to season. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're paying attention, you just notice it. One of the things that's happening here is that we're transitioning. There was a there was a time over the last months where the white and purple wild flocks mm. were permeating the woods like an ocean. I mean, mm. you could look. It was just like a carpet of these flowers that were just growing naturally. And that is incredibly inspiring to me. Mm. So nature, that's number one. Number two is people. Mm -hmm. Um, Meeting new people. And I ask all kinds of open-ended questions when I meet somebody because I don't need to be right. I don't need to know what's going on. I just really need to know what what somebody's thinking. So one of my go-to questions when I'm talking to somebody is to challenge them to be really vulnerable. And, I, and I'll, tell, I'll tell them, tell me everything and don't leave out a word. Mm. And that gets them to go. And, and that really inspires me because they're gonna say, when you, when you open that door for them, they're gonna say things that you never expected. And sometimes I actually lean over and take some notes because I hear some great stuff. And I use those in my poems or in my songs or in my books, you know, and, or on my podcast, you know, so. It's amazing what can happen. And probably the third thing is what I call dwelling in the possibilities. And there's actually a chapter in my book that's coming out about that because mm-hmm. I think it's huge. Dwelling in the possibilities. This is- Inviting people to share, to be vulnerable and really giving them permission to share the pieces of themselves that they may not have thought to share had you not given that permission to share all of it and not leave anything out. I think that's a great opportunity for inspiration and to be inspired. But most people think about that just in terms of musical instruments, but with creativity and imagination and playfulness, it takes practice. Yes. Just just like becoming a master violinist. 
you become a master at creativity by practicing a little bit every day. Mm. So I set aside time for myself every day and uh, don't tell anybody, but I actually still use crayons to color with. <laughs> I allow them to do that. And I'm almost 70. So I, want, I don't want really any, except for you to know, whoops, too late. <laughs> <laughs> Me and everyone who's listening. <laughs> Everyone who's listening, that's right. <laughs> I love that. I, I too, use crayons in my so creative endeavoring. I love it. No, I think those are great reminders to find that inner child, the inner curiosity, the imagination, the playfulness, how to spark it, doing silly or goofy things and trying new things, getting to that edge of our comfort zone to find inspiration or find new opportunities that really keep that joy alive and growing in our life. So thank you so much for sharing all of these tidbits and inner experiences of your own and how you work with people. And I just have one last question for you. And it's one that I did not send. So What does it feel like in your body to be creative? What does it feel like in my body to be creative? Actually, I forget my body. Oh, okay. I slide into a creative state and literally time and space disappear. And I, Bruce disappears. Yeah. I'm so lost in it that I just become one with that. And that to me is one of the ultimate experiences of wonder, Mm. which leads me to joy that we were talking about when we first started here. So Mm. I think it's a real key because without that flow experience, in fact, um, there is a group of scientists on the West Coast right now who are actually studying the physiological benefits of wonder. Mm -hmm. It actually has them. And what they've discovered it there is... uh, kind of digging back into Maslow's, Abraham Maslow's work, Mm -hmm. is that there's layers of that experience. And one of the first layers of that is that flow experience where you lose track of time. So it actually is a gateway into wonder. So creativity and imagination allows us to experience that joy because it opens the door. Mm. So good and such a great enthusiastic selling point to why we need to be more creative in our life or have more creativity in our life. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's good for you. It's fun and it will help help you get through the hard times as well. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. And if people want to learn more about your podcasts, your books, other things that you do, how could they go about doing that? Well, if you write down my name, you're going to find a lot of stuff. So it's Bruce Wayne. That's the easy part. McClellan, M-C capital L-E-L-L-A-N. And I'm at BruceWayneMcClellan.com. And I have uh, probably a great introduction to my podcast is the one kind moment. It's 60 seconds reflection on a kindness quote by people like Albert Einstein and Bernie Brown and lots of Aesop and all those people. And it's a daily thing. It's also in three languages. 
You can find it on any podcast station, including Google Podcast, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Apple, um, anything just about out there is out. It's on. It's on um, Amazon Music. And it's on Audible. It's on Pandora. It's everywhere. So start there, and you'll find your way to my other six podcasts. Take your time. Find me on Facebook, um, and um, I look forward to hearing from anyone who would love to chat about creativity or wonder or joy. Wonderful. That's where I will I put all of that in the show notes so people have easy access for it. And thank you again. It has been such a treat to chat with you about creativity. Well, I consider you probably don't know this, but you consider I consider you a sister of creativity in my life because you adore creativity almost as much. Probably depends on the day, right? As I do. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just love creativity, and it's a delight to spend time with again with you, Marika. Yes, thank you. It's nice to meet a kindred spirit in the world of creativity. I agree. listening to the sustaining creativity podcast we'd love to keep in touch so follow us on facebook and instagram we are at sustaining creativity make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts tag your friends and family so they can listen too we love to hear from you so leave your reviews comments and questions check out our website sustainingcreativity.com for upcoming offerings and creativity coaching tune in tuesdays for our next episode and remember With creativity, anything's possible.